What are those priceless gifts that money can't buy? Well, I can tell you one of the first is the gift of time, creating memories with your children. The next priceless gift is teaching your child the value of spending time with God. In the novel, A Few Minutes with God, written for children and teens, the story unfolds about a struggling family and the gift of hearing God and the outcome, which is a wonderful blessing from the Lord. Your children will want to pray and spend time listening to God after reading this book. Visit MediaAngels.com for more information. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Do you want a more intimate walk with God? Are you tired of trying to hear God and hearing only silence? Each week, your host, Felice Skirwitz, is prepared to inspire you and equip you on your journey towards deepening your relationship with God. Listen, hear, and follow the Lord's will in your life, and you will be blessed. Can we really have calm in the storm of our life? as our world is thrown upside down. In this episode of A Few Minutes with God podcast, the idea of spending time with God has never been stronger. Welcome everyone, my name is Felice Gerwitz and this is episode 135, Calm in the Storm. And you can find the show notes for today's episode at a few minutes with God podcast.com. And I want to thank our sponsor, MediaAngels.com. You can find books that I believe are really timely uh, for now. And one of them is A Few Minutes with God, The Journey Begins. Even though this is written for tweens, I think that adults can get a lot out of it. And you can find it on Amazon. You can also find it in my Media Angels membership website. We all know that Jesus calmed the sea when the apostles thought for sure they would surely die. In the midst of chaos and the churning waters, Jesus appeared to be undisturbed. That was then, and this is now, you might say. You might also add, well, Jesus was with them in the flesh, and he is not apparent now as he was at that time. And as I was writing these show notes and thinking about what I wanted to say today, I actually was looking at a picture that I have hanging to the left of my television screen um, downstairs in the living room, and it is of Jesus calming the sea. And in that picture, the sea is perfectly calm and the Lord standing in the boat with his arms outstretched. And I always wonder if his arms outstretched was a sign for the seas to calm or for us to go to him for a hug. Even though the apostles had Jesus there with them in the same boat, they doubted. So when we think about that, we say, well, gosh, is there any hope for us? I know I've been thrown into upheaval by the events of the last few weeks as a new virus was discovered that was easily transmitted by human contact. And if you watch the news, and you're not panicked, you sure will be. All of a sudden, the store shelves are emptied and everyone is scurrying around to stock up on food because 
of an order to stay home. And even though it was not mandatory, it was strongly suggested. People in the stores looked at you strangely. People were in full gear or had um, face masks on. And this was the first time ever in my life that I know of that I've been asked to stay home because of the spreading of a virus. Anyone who hears this, no matter where you lived in the world, will remember this time in our history. While schools are closed and stores that are non-essential have locked their doors, we are given more time to think. This self-imposed isolation for many causes us to rethink our lives and all the running around we do. I believe the Lord is giving each and every one of us a set of new eyes. New eyes as we read the Bible, new eyes as we think about our lives, and new eyes as we think about the frailty of human life. And this can make us introspective and make us depressed, but we should be rejoicing because our Lord brings us calm in the storm of our lives, in the storm of our indecision, in the storm of our medical issues, in the storm of worrying about those whom we love. The Lord helps us and he is here for us. He is steadfast. He is our rock. He is our refuge. Where else would we go? We echo the words of Peter when he said, Master, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. Where do we go in the midst of the storm? Where do we hide? Do we hide in the word of God, in our prayers, in our journal, in our time with God? Our Lord is a Lord of justice, a Lord of order, a Lord of calm. In Deuteronomy 4.29 we read, Yet when you seek the Lord your God from there, you shall indeed find him, if you search after him with your heart and your soul. In times of temptation or trouble, we cry out to the Lord and we feel abandoned. Those who do not know him, I am sure, are in a state of despair. If we didn't believe in a righteous God, I can't imagine how I would feel. But we who believe say, there is a God, and I choose to believe. He is here, even in the midst of chaos and strife, even in the midst of all that is broken. He is in the calm, in the midst of the storm. We can choose to say things with bitterness or with faith. I choose faith. I choose time with God. The Psalms remind us over and over that God does hear us. He always hears us. The issue is with us. Do we hear him? Are the windows of our life washed clean so that we can hear him? in the scriptures, or in times of prayer. The Lord wants our cooperation, to be cooperative with Him, to be His eyes, His ears, His heart, to give people hope, to reach those who do not have faith or who feel lost. If we seek the Lord, He seeks us. The famous verse in Psalm 23 and I love this particular translation. The Lord is my shepherd, there is nothing I lack. In green pastures, he makes me lie down. 
To still waters, he leads me. He restores my soul. He guides me along right paths for the sake of his name. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff comfort me. He shall comfort me. Do you hear that? He shall comfort me and comfort you. We can become a new creation in Christ. There will be a new heaven and a new earth. Where will we be? We will be always rejoicing. Friends, I love my life, but sometimes I wonder why we are so afraid to die. For those of us who believe in heaven, how much rejoicing and happiness will we have when the Lord is ready to receive us? We need to turn off the news and pray, contemplate, and get filled up. Whether there's a virus and a pandemic or not, we are too attached to all of the different media sources and we get distracted and we forget what it is we want to do. Our eyes are moved off of him. God gave the woman at the well a new chance at life. She was redeemed. The man born blind received new eyes and Lazarus was raised from the dead. These scriptures, my friends, apply to our lives each and every day in the same way that his calming of the sea applies to our lives. Let's pray. Lord, we rejoice in you because you are a God who cares about us, about our every need. You know what is happening in our lives right now. We give you all of our cares. We toss them upon the seas the same way that you calmed the seas when the apostles were so worried and scared about drowning in the boat, we ask you to calm our fears. Anoint us with the gift of your Holy Spirit so that we may be renewed once again, that our eyes are open to sin and we can turn away from it, that our ears can listen to those things that are pleasing to you, that our minds are made new. I pray specifically for the following needs. And I thank you, Lord, for all of the prayers that you have already answered because I know you hear every prayer we pray. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to the podcast, A Few Minutes with God. Please visit Fleece on our website, afewminuteswithgod.com and your podcast page on afewminuteswithgodpodcast.com. There you will find the show notes for today's episode. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.